It's finally happened. The Galra invasion of Earth is at hand. We are the AfterBuzz TV Voltron Legendary Defender After Show. We're looking at Season 7, Episodes 7 and 8. We have a very special guest with us, and we are going to be talking about how to build alien ships on Earth, why a particle barrier is a necessary part of your arsenal, and uh, World War Three, evidently. <laughs> so, join us after the opening, and team, it's time to form Voltron. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. That moment when a single line of world building just completely trips you up for the rest of the season. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, yeah, at that point where you're like, tell me more about what World War III was. How did that happen? (laughs) That's the line that made me want the series Bible. Like, no, explain the entire history of this AU Earth up to this point. I'm a nerd. Anyway, <laughs> hi, welcome back. For those of you who don't recognize it, this is the Independence Day theme, because that is how we're rolling today. <laughs> uh, we are the Voltron AfterBuzz TV After Show. We are looking at Season 7, Episode 7 and 8, The Last Stand, Part 1 and 2. I have with me Green Lion, Megan Salinas. Welcome to Earth! <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. Uh, Blue Lion Alexis Taurus, as you know, is uh, off doing her own thing, and our yellow and red lions are also celebrating the holiday. So, it's us. I'm Black Lion Katie Cullen, and we have with us the voice of James Griffin, AJ Locasio. Yay, that's weird to hear. I know, right? (laughs) I'm so used to Lotor. Lotor. Yeah, Lotor. Yeah, that's very strange. But, (laughs) hey, I'm glad to be here. I had to write his first name down just to be sure. I'm like, Griffith, he has another name. It's not just Lotor. Yeah. He's got two names. It's funny, too, because I'm used to in the script, it always said Griffin. So when people were like, you voiced James, I was like, who's James? I was like, oh, that's right, because it never said James in the scripts. It was always Griffin. Anyway, it confuses me. (laughs) Because for the most part, they're all known by their last names anyway. Right, yeah. Now, so how did that come about? How did that come about? Uh, you got it. Uh, it was weird. Well, it was just a normal. Sorry, am I, am I talking close enough to the mic? Uh, I got yelled at before. Eat it. Eat um, the mic. I must eat the mic. Um, yeah. uh, it was just a normal audition. Uh, it just came in my email. My agent sent it. Like Voltron's looking for a character, and I saw the art, and I was like, Oh, cool. He kind of. Oh wait, no, I didn't see the art for that one. I saw the art for Lotor. I had no idea what he looked like. Um, he looks kind of like you. Yeah, weirdly, without a beard. <laughs> I actually, I saw it a little while after I was doing the voice, and I was like, did you guys model that after? And they didn't give me an answer, so I'm like, all right. They're but, like, uh, we can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, exactly. Boy, are we glad that AJ auditioned for this part. <laughs> it worked out really well. But Bex kept saying, like, looks, looks like you. It looks like, and I was like, <laughs> it does, it does. Uh, more when I shave. But, um. Yeah, it was just a regular audition. It was weird. And then when I got it, I got an email. I was like, welcome to the Voltron family. And I was like, oh. <laughs> was I, I disowned? I, yeah, I've been here for a little while. Um, but it was because I think whoever sent the email had no idea that I'd worked on the show. But I, Or I, like they have a template for, for probably. Right. Yeah, exactly. But it was weird. I mean, I don't know if it was just easier for them to get me or uh, there's no new contracts you have to sign or I don't know. It was I was very, very happy because, you know, low tour sort of wound down. Towards the end, so to have another That's character a good to way work to put on, it. yeah, wound down was maybe not as as prominent. So I was super excited to not have to leave. You know, it would, it would feel like leaving college or like summer camp or something. So I was very happy. Yeah, and it's great to have you back. It's great to have Yay. you back on the show. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> it's like, what's our excuse to get AJ out? Oh, he's got a new character. Yes, <laughs> did have one line or two lines in the the feud episode. 
So there was that. Yay! <laughs> that, was, that, that was spectacular, by I the way. I love that episode. I was so excited when I read it. I was like, I can't believe you guys are doing this. This is amazing. I'm really sad we never got to see any of Lotor's art. <laughs> Me too. That's one of the tweets that I kept getting. Like, Lotor's art. Oh, Lotor makes art. And I was like, yes. So I, is he a really good artist or is he like stick figures? Put him on the fridge. I would amazing. imagine he's probably a very detail-oriented <laughs> Uh, very good artist. He's probably, I imagine, like a fine artist. He's not. He's very snooty about it. <laughs> probably like a perfectionist. Like right. no would, one can see it until it's complete. Oh, totally, definitely. And we also in that episode, I was, was a little disappointed because I did a take of that. Uh, there was what where he calls her like you, you filthy, filthy hag. I did one where it was like way over the top, and I was like, please keep that. <laughs> And they uh, they did not. They went with the the more subdued one, which worked for the show. But I I went way crazy on one of them. I would love to see that on the blooper reel that we may or may not ever get. I I can't. I, they must keep it somewhere. But it would be a very a lot of cursing in that blooper reel, though. So that's yeah. why I want it. Yeah, as I curse like a sailor when I screw up a take. So it's a. Uh, <laughs> Do you do it in voice, though? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Motor swearing into the sun. Yeah, we all kind of do. So it's funny that, you know, because you get taken off guard by something, and then you just immediately snap into cursing and being <laughs> upset about it, and then you go back into the line. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that's got to be sitting on some audio engineer's computer, just like, Someone's man, I'm having it. a bad day. Double-click that file. Ah, yes. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they've got it somewhere. I, I hope they do. <laughs> Me too. Like, I need that in my life, you guys. I know it'll never happen, but I need it in my life. Anyway, before we get rolling, talking about the content of the episodes themselves, we have you and chat need to calm down. <laughs> I love you, but calm down. What are down. they doing? Oh, I can see it up there. I just see. There. I'm not wearing my glasses, so I don't um, know what it says. We have, I feel like we would need binoculars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are having a heavily moderated chat tonight for oh. reasons that I'm sure you all know. So a little bit of housekeeping. To, seriously, guys, <laughs> put it on Twitter. It's not going to make it into chat. <laughs> and I can't repeat it on air. <laughs> so, oof. Anyway. PG, wow, guys. Second verse, same as the first. Um. Yeah, we're having a heavily moderated chat tonight. Our usual housekeeping, of course, applies. We are going to talk about the episode, just these two episodes, for the first 30, 40 minutes or so. And if we don't run out of time, because we've definitely run out of time the past couple weeks, we will talk about the season as a whole for the last bit. So until we drop that spoiler warning, keep the comments spoiler-free, keep the chat spoiler-free, keep the uh, hashtag spoiler-free, because there are some people who are watching this along with us and haven't already binge-watched the series. Like, dang, you guys. God bless your self-control. <laughs> also, we have implemented a new rule in chat, which is essentially be nice or get out. You are definitely entitled to your opinions. Your reactions are valid. I firmly believe that you can express them in a positive human way. And if you decide to express them in an angry, t contentious, abusive way, you will be banned from the entire channel. <laughs> That's a new sound Whoa. effect, and I like it. <laughs> Like so, it's the yeah. sound of you getting ejected. Getting That's banished the sound from, of yeah. Hi, Felicia. <laughs> so, yeah, for the most part, people have been pretty great about this. So, yeah, uh, be nice or get out. Yay! Yeah, right. same, well, for, there, there same for comments. If your comment is being a jerk, your comment will also be deleted after the fact. So, no. just so y'all know. And, <laughs> and for the record, most everybody that, that has left comments and our, our regulars who come into chat and people in the hashtag, 
you guys are always great and you guys yeah. are always so positive and sweet. So just a big thank you. It's it's just it's something that we want to reiterate going into these episodes. Yeah, and we we always have some first time viewers. It very rarely do we have a chat go by that doesn't have someone go, "It's my first time watching," which we adore you guys. Welcome to the Madhouse. But so we really want to make sure that everyone knows all of that going in. Yeah. So, housekeeping's taken care of. We love you all. Let's get started. We're back on Earth, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I've been so excited for these couple of episodes because we've been saying since the the team left Earth that we're so excited to see, like, let's come back to Earth. What's going on? We, what's going on with the garrison? And this is the episode where we finally get an answer to all of that. And it's so cool watching the politics play out, watching the science play out, watching the internal policies at the at the garrison change. It's it's fascinating seeing what these guys came up with. Amy, were you yeah. surprised when you got the script? Uh, yeah, I was because I didn't. I mean, I think they maybe mentioned to me a while ago they were going to go back to Earth at some point, but yeah, I didn't know to what point or to to what degree we were going to watch people before we actually got back to Voltron. Like, I was kind of blown away that you got to spend some time with the garrison with new characters. I was like, whoa, this is like a whole other thing. It's a whole departure. A whole spinoff, as it were. <laughs> You're really gunning for just that, aren't saying, you? You know, there's some really capable pilots that could take over, just in case. Uh, no, there have been many incarnations of Voltron. That's in the true. Past. Now, people have suggested that's not my. I would love to see the original cast always forever. Of do course, that. yeah, yeah. But if you know, hey, they could squeeze in a hat. <laughs> now that Lotor can't be the hat, Griffin could be the stunning mustache. <laughs> Um, just, <laughs> just a little very carefully yeah, lands carefully, that little yeah. plane right on the lip. Like, That's hey perfect. Guys. Hey, being cranky at Keith. Um, what, what was the question? Earth? Yeah, I, was, I wasn't expecting it, especially not to that degree. What I love is that this has proven Megan right. Yes! And one of those oh. wonderful, awful predictions that we are so, so good at coming up with. Pick up the phone because I called it. <laughs> and then put the phone back down because it's definitely coming from inside the house. <laughs> um, the uh, the original Voltron series, for those who are unaware, if this is your first uh, experience with Voltron, if this series is, uh, in the original Voltron, uh, Earth was destroyed within the first, like, two minutes of the series. Uh, literally five minutes in, everybody, the entire crew is back on Earth and Earth is in shambles. So I always thought <laughs> it was kind of it was a fascinating idea of like well what if in the hands of these writers and you know this talented cast and crew what if they took that idea and ran with it and that's exactly what these two episodes are about guys we went like full robotech full like gundam wing mech (laughs) anime and i'm so happy yeah it was pretty crazy and I love that we started essentially where we left off. Like, we're in Voltron. Everyone's super happy. We're going home. Oh, God, that's a distress signal. Oh, we showed up three years late and didn't even bring Starbucks. No. <laughs> it's, it's very Lord of the Rings. It's the, what is it, the scouring of the Shire? Or yeah. The, when they go yeah. back, or the scourge. What's the word in the chat? I don't know. But yeah, Frodo know. and but Sam yeah. going back and be like, oh, crap, everything's on fire. <laughs> you uh, know, that thing they left out of the movies because we didn't need yet another ending. No, no, no. We couldn't handle that. Another 30 minutes. Another, <laughs> oh, my more. God. another war. Of Saruman yeah. being mad at the world. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that's kind of what this is, though. <laughs> Let's be real. It's Saruman showing up, being real mad at the world. Yeah, but uh, it's Sendak. Yeah, Sendak. How did he? I don't remember him coming back. He's just suddenly <laughs> back. I was like, did I blink? They or? brought him back for the Kral's era, and then he stole a ship and left on his own, and oh, then showed right. up for a single episode last season as the head or main mover and shaker of the fires of purification, and then just bounced and showed up for these episodes. Like, oh, the Palins are still around. Good Earth. <laughs> Even though I totally called like, oh yeah, a Galra invasion, I wasn't ever sure that Sendak was going to be that big of an antagonist. I didn't think that was coming. <laughs> I, I was mean, like, I'm glad this guy's out of here. <laughs> Old Jake Eberly, get his voice out of here. Um, and he's back. And he's back. It's funny, I remember him being really sad about it. He was like, well, that was my last episode. Aww. And then, I know, and it was really sad because he's a sweetheart. And then like, I saw him like the next week or something. He's like, "All right, I guess they got me doing one more." And he like never left. You know what I mean? Like he thought he was done. It's like, well, they killed me, you know, because he was what the sh- voice of the ship or something for a he while. He got ejected from the ship. Yeah, uh, and he thought. I mean, we all thought that was it. Like we we're like, oh yeah, and it's so funny to see him come back as like you know Darth Maul or whatever. Like he's running. You know, he's the other, not Darth Maul. Well, I guess he did. Kind I mean, of, yeah, he, he Darth did Maul Darth, exactly like Darth Maul. Now that I think about it, yeah, actually, that was the perfect Sith Lord to choose. Except he's got a huge mechanical arm instead of mechanical legs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's doing one better than Darth Maul. He's still got all these same appendages that he left with. He yeah. is the only villain that has that has come back from being yeeted into the void. Yeah, I, Let's I be did real. think that it was. Let's hope that changes. <laughs> Another spinoff. 99 <laughs> bottles of mean juice on the wall. Just out in the, the void floating. Uh, Attempting to civilize the void. Yeah. I wonder what happened. You just, if you're out in the void, like, do you just, is he like awake? Can you breathe? Is there, you know, would he, he run out of resources? With, would he make friends with the horror blob that showed up in that one history episode? Is there a horror blob? I don't remember. In the, in the flashback there, episode for how Voltron came to be, there was that, like, awful black and red blob that came out of the rift. It did seem to be oh. semi sentient. It sure. did. Uh, Make I, friends. You guys with have a much better blog. memory for this than I do. I'm it's just, my job. <laughs> I'm just hoping. It's mine too, but I don't remember it. <laughs> it's a different aspect. Of, <laughs> my job is to know minutia. <laughs> I'm just hoping that he has like a stack of like printer paper and some um, some like colored pencils because then he could just work on his art for the. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> line the inside of his ship with yeah. artwork. But he's, he's probably going a- nuts from all the quintessence, so he's just <laughs> veiny and like gross and he's <laughs> Angry super drawing. buff. Yeah. No <laughs> to draw. Yeah, he'd be really swole from all that quintessence. Oh, man. That's what it does, right? Or it just makes you maybe crazy. Or like crazy. Okay, all right. He's, quintessence, not even he's once. He's making his own like Bob Ross vlogs, but he's insane. Yeah, oh, I'd watch that. Yeah. And this is where you express your betrayal. Yeah. And here we've got an angry tree. Yeah. <laughs> There are no mistakes. There are just betrayals from the people you thought were your allies. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a sad ending. I need that now. <laughs> it's kind of like, we get these little two-minute YouTube videos like, I need that now. Yeah, like the Avatar shorts they did where they were like yeah. little chibi babies. Oh, yeah. That. yeah. That would be adorable. All of them on a playground. Chibi Lotor. Chibi Lotor. There, there was a Chibi Lotor in the feud, right? There was kind of a little, they cut <laughs> yeah. to him for a second on the screen. For yeah. one of the commercial bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. so adorable. I thought that was fan art when I first saw it. Not on the show, but in, I saw it around and I was like, hmm, because I didn't watch the season immediately. And uh, and then when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's that's actually canon. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's super cute. Yeah. 
Is a plane taking off? Is anyone else? I hear it. I think yes, that might be actually. the air conditioner. Oh, okay. Is it the air conditioner? We are in the path of the Burbank Airport. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah, sorry. What are we talking about? Welcome to Los Angeles. <laughs> well, we were talking about the episodes, but then we were talking about Lotor. Because L- yeah. that happens a lot. It does happen a lot. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah, just going back to this, unfortunately, Earth is Earth is super under attack. Sendak and <laughs> Matt Mercer, his right-hand man. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, just, I love Hepta because he's one... If, if anyone's ever seen Galaxy Quest, there's this one line where, I have one job on this ship, and it's a stupid job, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and that's him. <laughs> that's this character. He's the Sigourney Weaver for the Galra. He's the Sigourney right. Weaver of the Galra. <laughs> Admittedly, that's not a bad thing to be, because Sigourney Weaver is Sigourney Weaver. Exactly. <laughs> but this particular iteration. It is just funny to see, like, he's just there to re- to state the obvious, basically. That's kind of adorable. He really is. Poor Matt. <laughs> what is it? His name was Hepta? Hepta. I didn't know that. That's the <laughs> subtitle. The subtitle said it once. Oh, because okay. if someone's talking off screen, then you get the name next to it. Right. So we knew Veronica's name was Veronica about 20 minutes before she introduced herself to the team. That's why I didn't. Yeah, isn't Hepta a standardized test? Isn't, isn't that, like I'm not joking. Like I think there's the Heptas. Isn't that a thing? Maybe I don't know. I see. Maybe in New Jersey. I know there's different tests for different school regions. And I'm gonna look it up. The I Heptas. Have Hepta it, it might be a disease. Who knows? I might be wrong. I, I I've heard of like Hep B and Hep A. But yeah, right. Oh. Princess Pony says, "Fun fact: Hepta is actually the same Galra who first said initiate Project Quran stage three. <laughs> Hepta gets around. Really." Yeah, and the reactions in chat have been, Matt Mercer, Matthew Mercer. I heard him, and all I heard was McCree. That was Matt? So funny. Everybody, everybody I loves love everyone Matt. in this bar. I love everyone in this bar. What? I love everyone in oh, this bar. Oh, and this, but that's Chats, a reference to the chat Chats bar. I thought fun. you just lost it for a second. <laughs> I love everyone in this bar. This is a bar now? Yeah. This is why you need more guests she's, or more hosts to keep you grounded. She's got bottles <laughs> of vodka underneath the table. Right, I'm right. like, don't tell them my secrets. <laughs> Sadly, I can't find anything on Hepta standardized tests, but That's I might probably be spelling good. it wrong. I may, be, I may think of like Hespa or something. There's some other... Hespa uh, sounds a little more... Anyway. I don't know. I'm just pulling stuff out of <laughs> my butt. have fun names. Right. And that's Sigourney Weaver, Matthew Mercer. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I really love... Um, before Sendak even gets to Earth, I really love that we finally get some time with the Holtz. Uh, because yes. before before we ever met, like properly met Colleen Holt, uh, we had a couple guests on here just saying, oh man, I love Colleen Holt. And we were like, can you tell us anymore? And, then, and that was <laughs> like, it. Nope. Just, we love her. And now we get to see why. It's because like mother, like daughter, she doesn't take no for an answer. Right. Yeah. Colleen Holt is best woman. Absolutely. Best. Best. <laughs> <laughs> best mom, best lady. She's Period. incredible. And I need... Again, I wrote things in my notes that I'm not allowed to say on air because we try to keep things at the language level of the show, and my notes get fun and interesting sometimes. But she, I think one of them was screw protocol, tell the world. (laughs) And just her saying, oh, you don't have clearance. You will get me clearance. That was fantastic. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. All that, all all the Holtz are great. Love the Holtz. Yeah, (laughs) Sam is very competent and a very charismatic leader, and Colleen is the one who will flip tables to make way for him. Yeah. Except that Matt. I don't trust that Matt. <laughs> Out there being all Matty. Being his madness. Being a space pirate. Being a space pirate, yeah. Doesn't he have like a space wolf too? Or I, guess I think that's of... Keith. Keith. Like Keith. I know Keith has this. I thought Matt had like a dog companion of some kind. 
No, am I, I making mean, that there up? was an anthropomorphic dog, a dog of alien. I don't know. But I'm, I'm not the same up. as having a pet. No, no. no. <laughs> that was I a think, person. I think everyone should get a pet space wolf. I agree. Or those <laughs> little down. puffer things, little puffy things. Yeah. That Those things are adorable. Little fur, uh, what are they like? Uh, the little junkyard poofs. Yeah. yeah oh, the, little, the little tribbles. Tribbles. I couldn't think of that for some reason. Yeah. Uh, like everyone should get their own little. Tri- <laughs> Lotor gets a little purple tribble. Aww. I mean, Bitch took some of them home one. with her. <laughs> did she? Oh, did she? She did. She had them in her room in the Castle of Lions, so I can only assume they're hanging out with Kaltenecker. And Kaltenecker just kind of goes into the void when we don't want to deal with him. So. <laughs> yeah, he's a tough. It's funny that they keep him. They constantly have to maintain him. Like, just as, as writers, what a funny thing to have to keep constantly. <laughs> we, have to, we have to keep. The cow, the space yeah. cow. In mind. You just kind yeah. of think of the fact that Kaltenecker has been in the Blue Lion for this entire season, and then you kind of look back at the season as a whole and go, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kaltenecker's fine." That's a very hearty cow. Yeah, he's a very chill. It's yeah. either that or he's a burger, so it's good that <laughs> this is probably being in the Blue Lion's fine. He can't. So. Yeah, he can't be ground beef at this. No, point. that they still would be need horrifying. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we also get to meet our cadets who didn't go off to be paladins of Voltron. Griffin, Rizavi, Kincaid, and Leif's daughter. Leif's daughter. Who's one of my favorites. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's great. Can I just say that I love these four. Like, yeah, I do, too. <laughs> they were introduced, and I like it's one of those ones where you just look at their character designs, and you see the brief interactions that they have, and you're like, I love them. This is this is an awesome team. Yeah, they're a really cool team. I love the designs. I love K- the way Kincaid looks, too. Mm-hmm. Like Kincaid's really cool looking. <laughs> Very handsome fellow, too. But uh, they're, they're all just, they're all awesome. I actually thought, I don't know what was wrong with me, but I thought Veronica was part of that crew. Like, for some reason, I, I don't know if it's because I did a lot of stuff with the voice actress or what, but, like, I was actually kind of confused when it was them as the four and then Veronica was in, like, a different room. I was like, oh, I thought we were on the same I, team. I think it's I mean, because... for a while you are. Yeah, I mean, we are technically all on that, but I thought she was in the ships with them and stuff, but, uh, yeah. I think that just because the the main the show's main storyline focuses on the five paladins and that right. there's so much emphasis on, like, there being five of them, that we see a group of four yeah, and we like, kind this? of naturally assume, like, there's something missing here. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, it, and uh, they're just so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love their outfits too. I love the garrison jackets yeah. and stuff. I want one of those. Those things are really cool. Um, we all love the garrison yeah. stuff, though. And it was cool seeing Griffin again because the last uh, the last time we had seen him was in the flashbacks at the very beginning of the series, getting season. punched. Yeah, yeah, where yeah he was. He and Keith had a lot of animosity towards. <laughs> yeah, one he said another. some mean stuff to Keith. Very yeah, mean. Yeah, it was pretty mean, uh, which was great. It was so much fun. Uh, I love being mean to Keith. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure that he knew it was mean. Like. Did they know Keith's situation, or was that just like I don't, I I mean, don't know? His dad died in a fire. <laughs> I guess I feel like other people would know that. Maybe he was using that. It was a pretty mean thing to do. Kids say mean things when they're they younger, do. though. They really I mean, we've all said some really terrible stuff when we were kids. So, well, and then you you throw like middle school and high school sort of clickiness in there too. Right? Yeah. yeah. It can definitely get ugly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, it's weird, you know, with Griffin, we see him in the last season, too, before, like, as a little kid, yeah, kind mm-hmm. of just sitting there with him before you speak or knew who he was. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I was like, I can't say anything for, like, four months, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was really cool. It's like, oh, young Griffin. And we also voiced, they were, when we were doing it, I, I don't know how obvious it is, but he's like 
11 and then he's like 13 and then he's like 16 and then he's like 20 or something like they kept going okay now it's two years later so I kept <laughs> gradually making my voice deeper <laughs> as we went on and you can see in here in the first clip I'm like oh jeepers like it's really light and then as we were going on it we did a lot of pickups and stuff so I was like what age are we now like oh now you're like 17 and a half or whatever the, I don't know how old he actually is can you play is. me a clip yeah exactly don't quote me on those ages <laughs> I know when the handbook came out that was a whole thing <laughs> yeah so but, uh, no idea how old Griffin is. But yeah, that's always challenging when they're like, "Okay, you're you're playing this character now. Now rewind ten years." Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because it started young and then it got deeper and deeper and de- you know, like it just kept going. So I was like, "How deep do you want me to like? How how low should his voice be?" And um, yeah, because by the end of it, they kept going, "All right, let's go." <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't get that far. But, um, yeah, at a certain point, it just became my voice, which was great. I didn't have to really put anything on. It was just this. So, yeah. No classy British accent this time around. No, which is actually, I miss it. I I would much rather (laughs) Griffin be that. But I think people would notice that they got the same voice actor if he, uh, yeah, if he sounded like Lotor. (laughs) Still a good voice either way, though. Oh, thank you. Well, my mama gave me. (laughs) (laughs) So we have these four. We have two new ships. We have the Atlas, which they talk about a lot and are still working on. And we have the MFE Ares fighters. And I just, I love these classical Greek names. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. so cool. Um, like, we, we take, uh, I, I like the, I think the benefit of these two episodes is like, we sort of take all of the stuff that we get with Voltron on a consistent basis for granted. So, like, when we jump back to Earth and we see these fighter jets that, like, were designed on Earth and uh, even though they're incorporating alien technology, like, seeing sort of the baseline for, you know, real world jets and everything like that. And seeing the aerial animations that they come up with is it's really cool. Yeah, it, again, it's crazy. It, it makes it feel like a different show, but not in a bad way. Right, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> no, I have nothing to say. I was just, I was just agreeing loudly. Uh, <laughs> and getting into the fighting and resistance part of it, you realize how ridiculously powerful Voltron and the Paladins Bayards and all these other weapons are because we've been cutting through sentries and Galra ships and whatnot like butter. And then they show up on Earth, and it's a full-on Prince of Space, your weapons are useless against me situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, are That's we in the episode? Watch. If there's spoilers, hold your ears. Can I ask? Go for it. I mean, it's, ship... it's a full flashback, so. so. Okay, well, I'm going to ask it, because I think it is later on, where the ship does the thing, where it turns into a thing. <laughs> Not no, yet. Not, oh, not okay. for a long right. Darn it. Because my... I'm just... Just cover your ears, kids. Hang on, hang on. Oh, I can't... We're going to hit Spoiler the 10-minute mark, and then we're... we're okay, good. All right, good. Oh. Spoiler alert, Spoilers. <laughs> I just wanted to ask. Someone must have died. When, they, when that thing transformed, there's some guy in a bathroom just like, wait! Like, that definitely happened. Because there's no way that thing twisted and crunched and without some people. When it unfolded, there's just a bunch of dead... Like <laughs> cadets stuffed into the joints of, of no, the no atlas. No way! <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm sure the robot knew to move people, but uh, that was my thought. Now I'm just getting this image of a door pops open and just ejects people before yeah. it happens. Just like a Play Doh like, factory, nope, just squishing people into. <laughs> That's so, incredible. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's what I thought of. 
It's like, oh, yeah, no. what was it? What was that movie? Thirteen Ghosts with the house that was yeah, just moving and killing people. Oh yeah, was that Thirteen Ghosts? Yeah, there's yeah. One Thirteen guy, Ghosts. There's one guy that gets sliced in half. There's another lady that like gets crushed in between two panels of glass. It's real gross. So yeah, that's a weird movie. <laughs> it's yeah. a very weird. That's movie. what you know. That's behind the scenes. <laughs> you got to crack a few eggs. <laughs> eggs are people. Yeah. <laughs> And that's not the weirdest thing I've ever said on the show. <laughs> you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Every cook will tell you that. Right. But look We're what not happened into to the, the cook! cook. <laughs> oh. Brownie points to anybody who gets that reference. All right, well, there goes my train of thought. Sorry, uh, you, you were trying to make a point about a show? <laughs> I was, and God bless, I don't actually remember what it was. I feel like that was a very Neil tangent I just went off on. To be like, well, then who? Like, to just be, yeah. Neil's got all these conspiracy theories. Yeah, I love it. You're making dad proud. It's a legitimate concern. No one knew this ship turned into a robot. Yeah, no one was prepared to get into a safe zone where the arms and the head and it wouldn't be twisting and crumbling into, I don't know. there, there, There must have been. I, Lauren Joaquin, but you know, you know they thought about it. I know they thought about it and went, "We're just not gonna." No, why would we? Why would we focus on that? <laughs> I, this is still kind of rated Y seven, even though a lot of people died. <laughs> They're all they got moved to a safe spot. I feel like oh no, a lot of people died in this episode. Oh, in this episode, yeah. oh yeah, this was mm-hmm. a full on invasion of Earth, and we tore up some major population centers. Like oh, yeah. that's a whole lot of NPCs that did not make it out of those buildings. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because the show goes out of its way to like mention like not mention death. Uh but it's it's very apparent you know, the the only on-screen deaths we get are from the fighter pilots. So, but like it's very clear that the like earth is devastated. All yeah. like it's unambiguous. It's it's so dark for a kids show to go down. Like I yeah, I definitely think that if this was broadcast on TV, it would not be TVY7. It would be PG at this no, point. No, yeah. I mean, especially there's some straight up there's some straight up kills. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just yeah. like, oh, you don't see necessarily the the violence itself. You're like, well, that guy's dead. Yeah. And we're, we're, we can't not address this. My notes just say, "Hi Adam. Bye Adam." Aww. Like, Aww. poor sweet Adam. Poor yep. guy. Yeah. The only guy in that squadron that we knew. Yeah, <laughs> this, okay, like, I guess we're going to have to talk about it then. We, You guys can talk about it. We, yes. <laughs> we actually discussed this a little bit beforehand as to how we wanted to approach this on the show, because we're definitely aware that there was uh, some contention around this. And the long and very short is, yeah, Adam's death is an example of barrier gaze. Is that a problem? Yeah. Does it ruin the series? Of course not. Like... The best thing you can do at this point, the best thing that anyone can do at this point, if they worked on the show, if they're fans of the show, if they're tangentially related to the show, is learn from this and do better next time. And keep in mind that these things, again, this is three, four years in the pipeline. Yeah. I have no idea how long it takes to make a series like this, but it's multiple years in advance. So this it's it's a difficult thing to talk about. And yeah, there's, I can understand why people are upset. Like, yeah, no, I get it. They're just, this is an opportunity to learn. And that's kind of what you have to take it as because this, this is done. This is set in stone. No. And for- Chad is pressing F to pay respects. <laughs> <laughs> God bless that meme. Oh, oh my God, you guys. Um, no. You're beautiful. I, 
I definitely, I definitely, when watching this, I was, I was definitely shocked when, when Adam was killed off. Like that was, that was absolutely shocking. And I definitely understand why people are upset about that. Bury your gaze is very, is a harmful trope with a very long history. We completely understand that. However, I don't believe that was the intention going into this series, into writing Adam as a character and making, and doing, you know, the whole the whole thing about Shiro being gay and being the gay lead like that it was never meant to deceive anybody i don't think queer baiting was ever intended it's but, not queer baiting we have an honest exactly. to god canon queer person exactly <laughs> shiro's still here and the series isn't over yet so i understand being upset about adam getting killed but at the same time this is a story about war and when you're writing lgbt characters you can't really swing too far in the other direction and make them infallible or inv- or impervious to bad things happening to them. Now, I think the best way to sort of avoid this sort of thing in the future, I, I will always kind of fall back on what Hank Azaria had to say about voicing the character of Apu when that controversy got really big when the documentary came out. Um and when the show itself did not do a great job of addressing the controversy, Hank Azaria was the one that came out going, look, I understand the intention was never to hurt anybody, but if it has, like, I'm here to help in whatever way I can to address this going forward, whether or not that means me stepping down from voicing the character, like, I'll do whatever whatever is the best option for that. But moving forward, I think the really the best way to address this is getting more people of Indian descent in the writer's room, getting more people of color in the in the writer's room and people of different orientations in the writer's room. And I think that's something that needs to happen across the industry oh, yeah. as right. a whole. Yeah. The more representation we have on the production side where these decisions are made and put into yeah. action, the more representation will actually make it to the screen. Yeah. yeah. And that's part of the problem is that there, especially in uh, children's medium like Voltron, where it's the problem lies where just the representation that is there is very few and far between. So when something like this happens, it feels more impactful and more hurtful because there aren't as many characters to represent people. But this show has always been so inclusive from the get-go. Like we've talked about time and time again how great it is to have characters like Alora, Hunk, and Lance who are people of color. The fact that the show went out of its way to make Pidge a girl, like this this show has always been inclusive. And it will continue to be so. You only have to look at the garret, like everyone in the garrison. It's a very diverse group of people all across the board. I mean, our t- our, our admiral, Admiral Sonda, is a woman. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I want to talk deal. about her too. Oh, yeah. I love her. Yeah, we let's let's move but, into that. Let's talk yeah, about her a little bit. Sorry, that's, sorry for getting on my soapbox. No, but. that's oh, a yeah, good soapbox absolutely. to be on and a good point to make. And that's. I think that's all we can say about the topic. I think that's all we're going to address. So, yes, default to Megan, what Megan just said, yeah. because that was incredibly that was well great. delivered. I, I mean, you. I don't even know what to say, you know, for me. I know I'll get in trouble if I don't say something, but, like, if I say too much, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, the, the better to... <clears throat> just not say... I, I mean, I, I... Better to say nothing and be thought and ask than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. <laughs> right. Well, the, I mean, the one thing not I was going to say... Not insulting you, just... No, you that's know. fine. That's, um, I knew she, we knew she was going to be gay for a really long time. I mean, for a couple of years at least and so we were all so excited when we finally could talk about it 
And um, I didn't know about the Adam plotline. I didn't know that was coming up. You know, like, which was kind of, I mean, it wasn't my story. It wasn't part of my thing. So I wasn't, honestly. Yeah, it didn't have anything to do with Griffin. Right. So I didn't know that. Right. I did. I didn't read it. But. uh, There's a certain... Where's the next place where yeah. it says Griffin? Oh, here yes, I am yes, again. Yes, my line. Um, <laughs> but I knew Griffin, or not Griffin, um, that Shira was was gay, and we were all just like, yeah, yeah, that's great. We can't wait to, you know, and he's such a cool, you know, heroic character to look up to. And we were, I mean, we were just so excited to talk about it, and so it was so kind of blindsiding when there was backlash, because we were like, oh, oh, you know, it was very unexpected. Because um, we, I mean, the sh- Will and Joaquin do nothing but try to be as, as inclusive and open and you know, as real as possible. So it was kind of heartbreaking to see them be kind of, they didn't know this was, a, I mean, maybe they knew it was a trope or they found out later on, but they, I don't know. It was, it was, um, it was surprising to me. Uh, and I think this is the point where I need to implement the fight club rule <laughs> and we need to move on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's it. I just I, had to say my piece. Uh, yeah. I completely understand. Cause they'd be like, Hey, you didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I have okay, no, okay. nothing but love to, to spread. Um, that was You're not allowed, the words to say. You are allowed to smile and say nothing on this show. No, we I encourage have to people say, to do it to avoid spoilers. Saying nothing is what causes uh, terrible things. Exactly. <laughs> Evil triumphs when good men do nothing. Right. The, the thing I, I keep falling back on, and we, we've said this on other podcasts before, too, is like... You're you're allowed to to voice your opinion about stuff, but at the end of the day, guys, be excellent to each other. Like mm-hmm. we're all we're all here because we love the same thing. So right. just be yeah. excellent exactly. to each other. Yeah, like don't be. I was what I got to say this John Williams thing. I was at the John Williams <laughs> concert last night, and when they mentioned the, mentioned the Last Jedi, the audience booed, and that was crazy to me. Spielberg was there, yeah. and 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 John Williams, and I was like. Oh my god, like I know it's a divisive movie, you know, whether you love it or hate it or whatever, but like to boo the compose oh my I thought that was so disrespectful. It's in- like immensely it's crazy. disrespectful. There's a time and a place and that was Yeah, and that was not it. Like you can talk and my my one of my friends I was with despises that movie and he he, he cheered when he met you know like yeah. and it's it was such a funny thing it's like you don't you gotta be respectful with your opinion. Like Anyway, sorry. Let's move on to the next thing. (laughs) I'm talking about Star Wars now, so I'm all, yeah. People booing sweet old John Williams. The guy's like a thousand years old. (laughs) I made this this song. (laughs) He's like, he's dying. (laughs) It's terrible. It was the Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. It was the 40th anniversary uh, of him delete performing. That part. <laughs> we're live. Yeah, I know we're live. You can't delete that. We need uh, to talk about Admiral Sun. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're living in a very polarizing world, so the best we can do is be kind to each other. We need uh, yes. to talk about Admiral Sun. Admiral Sun. will and yank this yeah. train back on the rails. It's what, an what about her? Segue because she's a polarizing character. Yeah. She is. She is so stubborn in her convictions, but I love her because she's never for a second presented as evil. Right. Definitely arrogant and definitely stubborn but at that the haircut. same t- <laughs> She looks like Andrea Romano. That was my one the the, the voice director. I, I was like did you guys model this after Andrea? And of course I didn't get an answer but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't. Again they didn't. you just kind of smiled I just smiled. Away. No someone, I, I did not did get an answer. Start, I think like, it was blinking just a, at you in Morse code? <laughs> yeah exactly. I think it was just a coincidence but. <laughs> but she's Phenomenal! Like I, I love. I, I just again, I love that she's never presented as being outlandish or like all of the decisions that she makes are very 
very methodical and very logical. It's, They're very protocol based, and she's very lawful good. It's very pragmatic. Like there's, there's. I mean, I feel like as we get further down the line, as things start to escalate, yeah, her ego does sort of start to get in the way a little bit. But yeah, like you're in a military setting when people start defying orders. That's when people start dying in in a lot of cases. And there's this really fun disconnect by the fourth wall where we as an audience have seen everything so far in this series and we know that what Sam's saying is true and we know that Admiral Sonda is incorrect in her decisions, but that's because we have all the information. She doesn't. She's going on the word of, well, he brought a lot of information with him, let's be real, but she's going on his word and in this crisis situation, she's going by what's on the books, what the protocol are, what the tried and true processes are. And so to her, that makes sense. We do what we've trained for. We do what we're able to do. Your pilots are cadets and your planes are untested. We're going with what we have. So we as the audience know that it's the wrong decision. But that doesn't necessarily mean that she knows and she's doing her best. Right. Also wonderfully voiced by... uh, Yes! Yeah, I can't say her name. But she's got Somali uh, and then the last name of some kind. <laughs> I should look it up. She's it's, a sweetheart. Montana? Montana. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know the approximation of it. But yeah, she's awesome. She's um, done so much good work. Yeah, she's fantastic. Uh, she's the voice of RC in Transformers Prime. And uh, she also did a, a quick voiceover in like 10 Cloverfield Lane. Like she has a very distinctive I voice. I feel really bad that I can't. <laughs> I, it's more that I'm worried about butchering her name than anything. Oh, I don't she's know how to pronounce it. Montana. Somali Montano. Hello, my name is Somali Montano. (laughs) (laughs) I'm worried about butchering it. Let me do my best to be Montoya. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Was that respectful? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it has the perfect amount of syllables. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Speaking of the perfect amount of syllables. (laughs) <laughs> we have a live read for you guys. We do. Uh, hey, After Bros. I'm gonna I'm gonna go We're with After Bros. That. Thank you, Alexis. I miss Alexis, and I'm, we want to keep her spirit alive here on the show. <laughs> hey, After Bros. Our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor made for you and will help After Buzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications don't be because they're optional so hit that subscribe button for now and for this channel and check out our other after buzz youtube channels when you get the chance let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air for now thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the espn of tv talk the chat's just yelling after bros after bros, after bros. Life, which is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and if you would like to support this show if you like watching us if you like seeing us go hilariously off topic which mm. we try not to do and it's it great happens Anyway, there used to be a button for it. An off topic button? <laughs> yeah. Like yep. a staples button? Kind of. <laughs> oh no, he still has it. Oh no! I think, I'm pretty sure he still has it. I just saw that. Our systems detect that a soundboard changed. Off the subject. Oh, no. <laughs> That's great. How do you not have that cued on the Voltron soundboard like all the time? <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I, I rather like-, like my yeeted into space sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the chat dubbed it, and that's what I'm keeping. Anyway, if you like the show, if you want to support the show, best thing you can do is head over to iTunes, find our iTunes feed, because yes, we do the thing. It's great for listening to in your car, on your commute, whenever you're doing chores, just whenever you need the audio and can't do full video. 
And subscribe to the podcast. Rate us five stars. You need five lines for Voltron, and you can only do five stars here because that's how it works. And leave a nice little review. And if you do that, you get a shout-out on the show. I think we're running up against time, so it's probably going to need to be names only. Uh, we got one from Sailor Chibi Chibi. Uh, gave us five stars. And, the, like, the title of it is all just heart emojis oh. in the different lion colors. Uh, <laughs> and all form afterbus from Matthew Lynn. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love my podcast. It's my favorite from way too many letters to try to list <laughs> off. Yes by Casey Dumb. Oh, you're not dumb. Don't be silly. <laughs> uh, the Opposite of a Dumpster Fire by Night Fury Lion. Uh, <laughs> Kiwi123 uh, Voltron in, in three exclamation points. Wow, there are, there are quite a Voltron! few this time around. <laughs> uh, Dat Coloratura, I believe. Uh, Smidvarg and the gang. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Repit Saucy is in the comment. Oh, you're so good. Repit Sassy. D Landro. Uh, D. Landro K. wrote, wow, oh gosh, and I, I J. Tupas. Uh, I think we did J. Tupas last time, so thank you guys so, so much. You guys These are, are great. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, man. And thank also, you guys. if you leave a review in an iTunes store that is not the American iTunes store, we have trouble finding those because there's like 30-something iTunes stores, so screen cap it, throw it in the hashtag on Twitter, ABTV Voltron. We do see those, and we love you. Yeah, we have we've got a couple of things to talk about. I really want to talk about the supply depot run okay. after everything has gone to hell. This is one of those things you were talking about earlier where we take how powerful our our paladins are for granted <laughs> because there are a couple drones on this particular one. You know, like the the same sort of robot that became a paladude <laughs> earlier <laughs> in the series. Uh Funson or Funbot, whatever whatever he was named. Did he have um, a name? I, I, think, I think fandom named him. I think oh, okay. Josh named him Funson. I, I that's think great. that's what Josh Funson's named him. Funson's great. Funson's a great name. But um, so yeah, it's like this. These were joke creatures that you know our our heroes could just kind of like bash without you know and like slice their way through without it actually being Galra people that they yep. were tearing apart. <laughs> um, but here, uh, if they only get away by the skin of their teeth. Because of the the limitations of the tools they have, so yeah, I think it says a lot about how powerful the Bayards are. Absolutely, Those I mean, <laughs> credit where credit is due. You brought that up first while we were watching it, and then I cribbed your ideas so. <laughs> <laughs> because that is what I do sometimes. Aww. I didn't realize that. What was it? Keith did something really cool where he was like Bayard, like yep, just was, yeah, and it was hand. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that was that was cool. Those things could do a lot. I have a Bayard on my desk now because uh, <laughs> I cannot remember the name of the prop person. But yeah, those things are so cool. Yeah, that, that is some next level paladin tricks. Just like, right. I am completely in tune with the universe, Bayard. <laughs> I, think that, I think my favorite thing was uh, that Instagram video you put up uh, where you're trying to start oh, the yeah. with Bayard. the Bayard and yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to do something to show off the, you know, that the person who gave it to me. Who I wish I could remember the prop name, uh, but uh, yeah, that was that was what I can come up with. And we, <laughs> we have awesome. chat, bless them, talking about the thing that threw me for a loop: World War Three. That it was mentioned <laughs> that it was an old setup from World War Three. Good lord, that might explain why everyone on this planet was so like, yeah, 
that will totally help against an alien invasion because they <laughs> we survived were just doing the that. Third World yeah. War. Oh my God! <laughs> do you think that happened while they were away, or do you think that was before? It sounds like it happened decades ago. Oh, okay. At least, like, hence the the tunnels are from World War Three, and it's an old setup. And it's like, oh, okay, okay right. this was from a while. They, shows you how good my memory is about anything. Then, the, yeah, they talk I about watched these this. like four hours ago, <laughs> oh, okay. and I took copious <laughs> notes. A lot happened this season. Yeah, yeah. and these copious two episodes notes. are very very dense. Yeah. A lot happens in the span of two episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they talk about World War Three, like we talk about World War Two, where it's like, oh, it's this thing from the past, and no other details are given about like who the good guys were, who the bad guys were. It's yeah. just like we, we can't handle any more information. <laughs> no, yeah, that's why I want the World Bible for this. Just like give me all this history, show me how it shaped things, show me how it shaped the government. Obviously, there's someone above Admiral Thonda. She mentioned the Joint Chiefs, like. Oh. <laughs> Coming from a military family, it's like, we're going to report to the Joint Chiefs. Oh, shoot. Who screwed up? <laughs> like, that is the big time. Yeah. So I just, I want to know so much more. And I don't know that we're ever going to get it. And so I just, I, I want the Bible. Something I, I just want to point out. I, can we just say how much I love Veronica? Oh, Veronica's yes. great. Yeah. She's so cool. She's awesome. Yeah. She's absolutely. <laughs> and I, I love that when they show the footage from the paladins that they sent home, you can see her in the reaction shot of Lance's family. But Aww. it's kind of blink and you'll miss it. And if you're not thinking about it, it's really nice to have this bit in that second episode. Your brother would be proud of you. Yeah. Where the hell is Lance? Right. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay, this entire family is amazing then. I see how this works. Yeah, yeah. That's I didn't expect that. Well, I knew that Veronica was a character that I would have to interact with before I found out she was Lance's sister. And yeah. I was like, oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I super thought she was dead. Yeah. And seeing the cadets come back and realizing this isn't the first loss that the garrison has had in this war, but this is the first time that these four have lost someone on a mission. Right. <laughs> it's one of those moments of, yeah, she didn't make it. Like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. So as Griffin, um, like, I know that the they try, they do their best to, like, get everybody together for cast reads. Right. Were, were you able to do a lot of reads with uh, the the other um, the other members of Griffin's team? Sort of. Uh, I know uh, Bumper Robinson, who does, uh, why can't I think of his name now? Kincaid. Got to do one or two things with him. Uh, I don't think I ever met Leif's daughter, but I'd say her name a lot. Um, and I kept being like, Leif's, Leif's, da- Leif's daughter? Uh, Leif's daughter. That's how I think of it. It's a very Irish sounding. Uh, but yeah, no, I was mostly with the main cast. Um, and then I think because the other guys had kind of less lines, they would sort of bring them in after or before. But I was mostly just with the core cast, which it was ma- great. It makes sense because, yeah. uh, again, he has that sort of abrasive relationship with Keith. So right, right, right. I did some stuff with, yeah, with, uh, I can't think of his name, Stephen. Uh, yeah, some stuff with him. We did some arguing, and uh, which is fun. It's so weird <laughs> to go from Lotor to that, you know, and, uh, but yeah, a lot of stuff with Nolan North, because he does, I mean, there's like one episode which is him talking to himself. <laughs> yeah. Because he's doing Sam Holt and then... Uh, Ad- Iverson. Yeah, Iverson, and it's so funny to hear him like... You know, like, and he would just do it. He would just go back and forth, and it was great. Yeah. Did he ever switch voices and do a line in the wrong voice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that did happen. That definitely happened. Yeah, no, there was actually one moment where I do remember that that specific thing happened. He was like, oh, oh shit. You know, sorry, I curse. Can I not curse? Uh, it happens. All right, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, the the, the Dan Green moment. I <laughs> again, this is why I want the blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at the end of this, we have all of our players in place. We have the resistance network that Veronica discovered. We have our last garrison base standing. We have Sendak and Hepta. <laughs> God bless him. Old and Sendak. we have Voltron returning to Earth, and that's kind of where we end things. Yeah, so that they're all like, be fun to get into. we get to go home! <laughs> <laughs> we're going home! Oh. So we, we, we cut back to that, yay, we're going home scene, like, oh, guys. Oh, yeah. no. It's going to be rough. Yeah. So I was trying to look up who made Starbucks. the VR. That was what... I don't remember who did it. Anyway. Well, chat wants to know where your phone case came from. Oh, my phone case. Because they saw you pick it up and oh, they were like, okay. oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to say it. It's, uh, oh, my God. What's their name? Hold on. I got it right here. It's coming. You guys talk about <laughs> talk about other things. Quick. Tell us about your spoops. My spoops? Oh. Yes. That was just something I made for myself. They were these little uh, Halloween statues I made that I put on my desk and I put them up on Instagram. People were like, where did you get those? I was like, I made them. And so, uh, basically, everyone forced me into selling them on Etsy. So now I do, and uh, they're it's great. I, they're I, so cute. Thank they're you. Cute as the anything. response to it has been insane. I didn't think people would want any of them. Um, so, oh, here we go. I definitely want a spoop. I have to go on you your can, Etsy. You can have a spoop. You get out. Yeah, the candy corn one has been surprisingly the most popular. It was like I'm I sold surprised. like over a hundred in like a day or something crazy. I was like, wow. whoa! Now I, I like, have to make these. I have to make a hundred and something. Yeah, it was that blew my mind. Um, okay, so. S-U-M-A-F-O is who made my phone case. Sumafo on Instagram. They're very sweet. They also sent me like a Rocketeer, custom Rocketeer thing they made That's for so me. Cool. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, so there it is. But uh, this is the low tour one. And they have a bunch of, they just have all Voltron stuff and they're super sweet and yeah. So yeah, go on Etsy, do the thing. The, do you have any other projects that you can tell us about or is it just Voltron um, all the way down? Voltron. I always my brain stops as soon as I have to think about what other stuff I'm working on. NDAs are so hard. Yeah, I don't think. Just I don't know. Uh, look at my spoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Watch my Instagram for my weird little sculptures. But um, I'm sure I'm working on stuff that I don't remember that I, that follow. I can talk about. There's stuff. There's a lot of stuff I can't talk about. But yeah. Just so, follow your social. Just media. Just follow my social media, and I'll, then you'll find out when I find out. And, and what yeah. are your social medias? Oh, at uh, AJ Locasio on Twitter and Instagram. All right. Well, That's thank you so much simple. for coming in. Thank you for having me in. Sorry if I said anything uh, weird. Or no. uh, okay, good. How <laughs> dare you express your opinion? I know. I, I cursed at one point, so <laughs> so hard not to. I've said worse on kids shows. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Megan, but, um, yeah, it's Halloween, guys. So definitely check out the spoops. They look—they're so cute. Thank you for the plug. Uh, I'm Megan Celine. <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mango. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Blue Lion Alexis Taurus is a Taurus 890 Red Lion Emma 5 is Emma 5 same as her name and Yellow Lion Mark Donica is Mark B. Donica same as his name I'm Katie Cullen you can follow me all over the social medias as well as on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaget that is K-I-A-X-E-T stay tuned to this YouTube channel we have Attack on Titan up next which is super great and we have Rooster Teeth on Wednesdays and we're doing Nomad right now and it's amazing (laughs) so yeah she should totally watch the thing thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you next time Bye. bye From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Welcome Welcome to to Earth! Earth.
The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.